The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it again. My name is Rico. This is the Buffalo Fanatics. Welcome to another edition of the Rico Report. Folks, we are back at it. What a busy freaking day in the NFL. What a busy freaking day. I'll tell you, man. And there are some unhappy people. Unhappy people. And uh, some teams. Listen, let me get right to the shits. First of all, before I even get to the shits, shout out to everybody tuned in right now in the chat. You know what I'm saying? You guys have noticed that, that the changes are kind of happening. We're going once a week podcast, but at least you're getting myself, Zbot handling it. And we get a little bit of rev sprinkled in. And then now the writer's room is back at it. So, folks, welcome back. But a big shout out to my guy, Jeff King. I see you in the chat. Everybody's trying to get on your boy and saying, where is he at? What's going on? And he says, hey, he's got kids. He's got a wife. He's got all that stuff. Y'all give him some slack. You're damn right. When wifey says, I got something I got to talk to you about. And I got, I want to get something on my chest. I've been with the kids all day. Guess what? You got me. They can wait. What's going on? What's on your mind? Let's talk about it. That's what it is, folks. Sorry, babe. I got to do run podcast. I got to go. Whatever you have to say, it can wait. No, <laughs> that is not the way it works. I mean, some of y'all could, could, could pull that off and you might not be with your person anymore. You know what I'm saying? They said, I'm out. No, 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 that's not the way it works. So shout out to my, my, Jeff, my guy, Jeff King, holding it down. You already know. If you're married, you want to keep your woman happy, listen. Sometimes they say, I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to listen. And you just got to listen and not say a damn word. Mm-hmm. Totally understand. Tell me more. <laughs> it's the facts. And you get to hear what the – anyways, I'm not, I'm not going to get into all that. You guys already know what it is. Now, let's get into some football talk, people. There's a few things we got to get into uh, that's happened over the week. Uh, <laughs> Where to, where to begin? Let's begin with this. Let's begin with this, right? Super Bowl is done. Patrick Mahomes is on top of the world. You know what I mean? Two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. The dude is a baller. He's, he's that guy. You know what I'm saying? He is that guy. But somebody is in the freaking, on, is just making headlines. And that's his brother. Golly. His brother has now been accused um of uh sexual assault 
and very cringeworthy. I saw the video. The the video is cringe. You know what I'm saying? Pulls I mean pulls up on the girl and pulls her and whatever the hell. Just time for that. There's no time for that. And now this is what's happening. This is what happened. So uh, the Mahomes family's got to deal with this mess. I can't even damn chill and enjoy my Super Bowl and my little bros doing some dumb shit. Fam, what you doing? They, they need to fix that up. Am I frozen? Am I still frozen? Am I still back at it? Let's go. Anyway, I apologize for that. Almost, uh, I've been talking to I've been talking to Zbot a lot, and I don't know if you're sending me his his juju's up on on my screen. I don't want that. Keep that internet issue away. I used to have those issues, so let's 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 chill now. I hope I'm not frozen anymore. Am I still frozen? Am I back at it? Am I back to normal? You guys, let me know if I'm back to normal. Give me a thumbs up if I am. It says I am, so let's keep it rolling. Anyway, um, let's keep it let's keep it pushing because there's a lot of free agent talk, all that stuff, right? The amount of free agents that are now being released the titans have gone full i'm rebuilding every prominent player that makes that squad a squad been released right they're shopping derrick henry who knows where derrick henry goes derrick henry's an older back he's an older back you know what i'm saying but he's still a problem where is he gonna go where is he gonna get shopped to he's got a big one he's like 16 mil 16 mil is what he's owed, or that's what he's making. So it's a big contract. So where does he go? Robert Woods, been released. Bud Dupree, gone. Like, they are rebuilding this team. They're in full rebuild mode, and I don't blame them. And this team is a team that was, you know what I'm saying, just a year or two ago, one of the better teams in the the NFL. Well-coached team with Coach Vrabel. And now, full rebuild mode. They got a, a rock quarterback that they're probably going to try to build around. They got some young backs on that squad. They got a young receiving core, a couple good, nice little young receivers. Defense, I mean, some big parts have gone, but like they're just a rebuild mode, man. So the Titans are going to be, you know what I mean, out of contention. I mean, you can never, you can never say they're going to be out of contention because you just never know. But for the most part, they should be out of contention for the next two or three years. Rebuilding sucks, and I hope we don't ever have to go through rebuild in a long, long time because it sucks. Anyway, so Titans are rebuilding. Lamar Jackson, first of all, before we get to Lamar Jackson, you've got Derek Carr signs with the Saints. Big-ass contract with the Saints, 100, what, 150 mil? Good for Derek Carr. I didn't see the Saints as a destination for him. But maybe that's that's what's that works. Him and Chris Olave out there. I think it's Chris Olave. Chris Olave out there. Maybe Michael Thomas comes back. Who knows? Um, they got some. They got some good things out there. They'll 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 definitely they'll most likely end up putting Tyson Hill back at tight end where he should be, or H back, or whatever the hell they want to do with him. So it's going to be very interesting over there with the Saints. Should be interesting. Who else is on the go? D Hop. They're trying to send D Hop somewhere. Where the hell's D Hop going to go? And they're only asking for a second round pick. But that contract is heavy. He's not making cheap money. He's, he's expensive. This is the thing, man. We can trade for these players, but the Bills right now don't have no money 
to even handle their own, let alone try to go get something else. Can we restructure? Of course we can. That means kicking money down the, down the road, kicking contracts down the road. So you might have to hold on to a player longer than you want to, i.e. Starla Tulele. Remember that? We had to hold on to him for a little longer because we kept on restructuring his ass. It hurts. So you, you don't want to make the same mistake twice. Packers, they're now flying out to Green Bay to go talk to my man Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers could be headed to the Jets. I let me. I need to. I don't understand. I don't think fans understand. Bills fans. Yeah, I think you guys are smart enough. I'm sorry. I don't want to say you don't understand. Y'all, we are smart enough to know. And if you didn't realize it, let me remind you: the Jets are going to be a problem. I don't think you guys realize it. The Jets are going to be a thorn in our side. And they were a thorn in our side with a bum-ass quarterback in Zach Wilson. And they beat us with Zach Wilson. And now they're going to, they're about to go and pursue a freaking Aaron Rodgers with Nathaniel Hackett as OC and, uh, and, and Coach Saleh, Robert Saleh as the head coach. That's a good freaking unit out there. If you let them pick up Aaron Rodgers, it's a problem for the Bills. I'm not saying they're just, it's, it, we're doomed, but it's a problem. It's a major problem. And we already have the Miami Dolphins. That's already an issue now. So now you're going to, you're going to, you're going to add a quarterback onto that team. That's already established. He's going to lift the level of play out there in, I, I, I do not like what I see out there. <laughs> I mean, I made a comment today on Twitter where they're like, yo, man, Aaron Rodgers is going there. I'm like, I hope the Packers say, you want Aaron Rodgers? I want Brees Hall. I want Gardner. I want Garrett. I want the whole shebang. If you want Aaron Rodgers, I hope. But they're not going to. Oh, it is going to be a freaking nasty division. Hackett, you could, Hackett is a joke as a head coach. Absolutely. Trust the process. I hear you. He's a joke as a head coach. They run his ass. They ain't going to run Robert Saleh. No, sir. That's why a perfect role for Hackett is in the OC position. Handle the offense. You can't handle the team. You can't handle the, you mean, uh, certain personalities. It takes a, an alpha male head coach to handle, you mean, the diva type personalities or the, or the tough personalities. Hackett ain't no damn, he couldn't hack the job. He ain't no damn head coach. I'm going to tell you right now, man, Jeff King is on it. Jets have always been a thorn in her division and is never easy. And guess what? If they land, if they land Mr. Aaron Rodgers, bro, it's a problem. Yeah, but we've always beaten Aaron Rodgers. It's never been an issue. Now put Aaron Rodgers on this freaking Jets team. This Jets team. And they draft well. And there's an upcoming draft coming up. Now, mind you, they had a plethora of draft picks. So they had, they had, their, they had, they had their picks. And they were picking quite high. So it's a little different now, right? They'll be, they'll be picking middle of the pack right now. But still, they draft well. And now you're going to put a franchise quarterback, a freaking future Hall of Fame quarterback. Granted, he's what, 38? No, for 38. What am I saying? He's in his 40s now. But he's going into year 19. Uh, I'm just saying, folks, I'm just saying there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. We're going to get into it. Uh, we do have our, our process or problem. We're going to get into that as well. 
Uh, but I, I do want to hit some of these headlines that's hitting the league right now. Uh, and the biggest one is what the hell the Ravens are doing. Is he 39 years old? I thought he was in the 40s. Okay, he's 39. He's pushing 40. He's pushing 40. But nonetheless, he's in year like 18 or 19. It's craziness. My man Brody, what's up, Brody? Brody comes in and says, hey, man, we got to fill. Sorry, we have to use the draft to fill our holes and our O-line and Jets get strong and, and get stronger at DB. Edmonds, Poyer may have to leave, do our poor cap restrictions. Buffalo takes a step back in 23, but still in contention. Agreed with the whole step back part. I don't think we'll be as strong as we were um, this the last couple of years. I think we do. We start to see uh, regression in the team. But I wouldn't call it regression. I don't want to call it regression. I just think that teams are catching up, right? They now they now somewhat know the blueprint to try to take down the Bills, and um, and teams are getting better. So they're they're evening the field. We were uh, head above heels a lot of, the, of these on, on these a lot of these teams because we were constructed very well by our GM, and it's a copycat league. So they start building around teams. Teams get better draft picks. They get better GMs. I know how to you know draft and they know how to you know curate their 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 free agency needs and voila you have what you have in the jets i mean so things are going to move rather quickly so this is where you always hear gms is they always say this is our super bowl this around this time this is where we shine well we are going to be with our sunglasses on and it better be bright it better be bright I'm putting my shades on, and I better see some bright things happening with our GM this year. And 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 right now, as much as people want to not really talk about it, but this is a big offseason for Brandon Bean. This is a huge offseason for Brandon Bean. Not as big as it is for the freaking Ravens. And we'll get back into Bill's talk, but golly, the Ravens. The Ravens. Where's my phone at? Because I got to read it out, right? The Ravens are pretty much... Letting Lamar go seek out his contract. They're like, you know what? You think that you got it? All right. We're going we're gonna to put a non-exclusive franchise tag on your ass. Go ahead and do what you got to do. So the non-exclusive franchise tag pretty much allows the player to go and see if you can get yourself a deal elsewhere. We've tagged you. But, like, if somebody wants you, we'll then start to negotiate how we can try to make something happen. And that's exactly what they're doing with Lamar Jackson. Here's the freaking problem. Five teams have already come out and said, yeah, you know what? I know that he's going to be available and you want, you want me to negotiate with you guys and you want me to give you something for him, but I'm out. And the worst part is the teams that are saying I'm out, are, it's not like the Bills saying, I'm out. Of course the Bills will be out, right? The, the I don't know, the freaking Chargers, I'm out. I mean, these, these teams have quarterbacks. You have Miami talking about, I'm out. Where the fuck are you out? You had Skylar Thompson and, and Teddy Bridgewater starting for you, and you had two, you have, you have a, a carousel of quarterbacks that we're starting you, and you don't even want to consider a former MVP, led the league in 36 yard, 36 passing touchdowns, and has has a 46 and 15 record, winning record, and you're out because you wanted to you want to okay, Miami. Okay. Atlanta Falcons. 
a dud of a team. I'm out. Are you kidding me? Like the amount of teams that are out is it makes no sense. So then now, right now, everybody's talking about. Hold on a second. This doesn't make any sense. Even JJ Watt's like, mm, timeout. One of the best QBs in the league. He's available. And there are QB needy teams in this league. And you guys are all out. The Washington Commanders out. You guys are that confident in Sam Howell. I beg your pardon. So like now people are like, nah, 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 nah. This don't make no damn sense. Because Deshaun Watson was having all the legal issues that you can think of. Didn't play for a whole two years, give or take. And people were like, me, 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 me. Ready to give him the bag. Now here's what it all is. Comes down to. All right. This is what it all comes down to. The Browns. What do you mean the Browns? I'll tell you why. Well, how do the Browns affect LeBar Jackson? I'll tell you why. The Browns were so desperate to move on from Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield just, they, to them, they felt he was not the answer. So they're like, Deshaun Watson's available. We need a franchise quarterback because I see what Josh Allen's doing. I see what Pat Mahomes is doing. I see what Joe Burrow's doing. I need something. We have a great run. We have a great run game. We got solid pass catchers. We need a quarterback. Deshaun Watson's available. Damn. He's got some allegations on him. It's not a good look. Oh, the Houston Texans are allowing, to talk, are allowing us to talk to him? Let's see what he wants. Oh, shit. There's other teams that are, that are involved that want to. Shit, we got to make a splash. Let's give him a fully guaranteed 200 plus million dollar contract. That'll do it. Signed. So now you've got the only quarterback ever that's got a fully guaranteed contract. They actually gave uh, Kirk Cousins a three-year guaranteed contract, fully guaranteed contract. So it's not like he's out of the norm, but they gave this guy $200-plus million, fully guaranteed. So now everybody's looking at this because guess what? This goes beyond, this goes beyond like looking at the Browns and Deshaun Watson. You go to the NBA, you see money galore. You go to MLB, money galore. There's pass around. You go to look at that soccer Premier League, all that money is being sent out to these players. They're making big money, right? So NFL is like, nah, we ain't going to give you guaranteed contracts, and we can cut you anytime we want to. So now this guaranteed contract to Deshaun Watson threw all everything into a loop. All owners are like, what the hell is Haslam doing? What are you doing? Fellas. I had no choice. I needed a freaking franchise quarterback. You have one. You have one. You have one. I want one too. So I had to do what I had to do. So here's Lamar Jackson. Oh, so I'm coming in the contract year. I need to get my monies now. Oh, by the way, I don't have an agent on top of that. So all that, I'm not giving anybody a cut. It's my money. So now everything is, 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 is thrown into a mixing bowl of just mess. So what is the, now what is people saying? People are saying, collusion all the owners are like hey we ain't we we're all in this because one of you guys tries to sign him he wants a guaranteed contract and if you give him a guaranteed contract guess what i have to give a guaranteed contract and i'll have to do it so we need to stop this right now thank you haslam and that's that's the problem right now that lamar is in lamar has no agent number one i don't know how that works exactly i don't know if he's directly talking on the phone or he's got some representatives, he's got lawyers. I have no idea. He doesn't have an agent. So is it hurting him? Maybe. 
But what's really hurting more is Deshaun Watson. The fact that he got a guaranteed contract and they're not about to create a precedent of everybody getting a, a damn contract, a guaranteed contract at quarterback at that. Because there are going to be some ballers back that need to get a, a, a big contract. Joe Burrow being one of them. If Lamar gets one, I want one too. And then so on and so on and so on. They don't want that. They do not want that. So they're like, Lamar's going to get a contract somewhere, but it ain't going to be from us. And here the five and the five teams are saying, now nah, we're good. What junk is that? That's some garbage. So where he goes, nobody knows. Nobody knows where he's going to go. He's going to have to shop himself. He's got to make some phone calls and find out what the deal is. But Panthers are out. Miami's out. Washington's out. Uh, who else was out? I think... Uh, Tennessee was still in. I didn't hear Tennessee say anything. So maybe he might go to Tennessee. Who knows? But what the hell does Tennessee have over there that they give up other than the picks? So it's a, it's a messy situation for the Ravens, but it is what it is. And here's the crazy part. You got the Ravens that don't want to pay him, but then Daniel Jones goes, goes and gets himself a $160 million deal. Are you freaking kidding me? Daniel freaking Jones? Dable's got to be pissed. I can't see Dable saying, this is great news, guys. Awesome. Great job. I bet you Dable was like, yo, I'm going to deal with this for a year. Shown, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this afterwards. And then we'll go from there. And then the owner gets involved and says, I want this guy. And now Daniel Jones is a freaking quarterback for the Giants. What a issue. <laughs> oh, man, that's a bad, that's bad. Bad, bad, bad. And here's Lamar. Can't even get himself, you know what I'm saying, something. Everybody's already out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Man, oh, man. Ron, what's up, Ron? Ron comes in and says, uh, Dable did a good job with him. He certainly did. There's no question about it. Dable did an excellent job with him. But maybe Dable got the most out of him. And even when he did get the most out of him, was he amazing? Did he, did he do anything that was special for, for anybody to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he deserved that money? No. Nope. He probably got the most out of him. And that's probably the cap. And at that, it was like, okay. We'll see. I could be horribly wrong. But we shall see how this plays out. Now, folks, I had to get those things off my chest. I mean, if I'm missing a storyline, jump in and let me know what storyline you want me to hit up. And then we'll go in from there. But today's episode is on the receivers and tight ends. And the receivers and tight ends position is a big position for the Bills because we are our primarily passing team. We pass. To, to my disappointment that we pass so damn much, I don't, I mean, it, it works for us, don't get me wrong, but I'm a running back at heart. I love the running back position. I feel that we should involve the running back way more than we do. But here we are. We are here. And uh, we've got to make some decisions at the receiver room. Now, when I look back at what we have on the Bills roster, if you really think about it, is there anybody that stands out to you on this team where you're like, you know what? I'm confident with this, with this player on this team that we could run it back and be successful at the receiver room. And of the receiver room, and I'm talking about the tight ends as well. We'll get into that. Where do you, how do you guys feel about the receiver room? Our current receiver room right now, how do we feel about it? 
Because I'm going to tell you right now, let me, let me run it back to you to show you what's on our receiving room. How we ended the season. Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, Jake Kumaro, Jamison Crowder, Khalil Shakir, Cole Beasley. And then we had guys that are on the practice squad and Desmond Patton and Isaiah Coulter, right? And these guys, I mean, Kishan uh, Johnson, these guys are, are guys that are just future contracts and we'll see what you do in camp next week. All right. Now, let's start bottom going all the way up. And I'm, uh, I, I have my thoughts on each player. And this is where I'm going to need your help because some might say our receiver room isn't deep at all. Might even, I might even jump in and say it could be problematic. What do you mean, Rico, problematic? We had Gabe Davis that had his career year. Stephon Diggs, uh, again, over 100, 100 receptions, over 1,000 yards. Like, what are you talking about? We were great this year. Were we, though? And that's why I'm going to dive into it. If you guys feel some type of way, you guys know where it is, man. Super chat or jump in on the comment section. I'll try to get, uh, get your comments in here. But let's, let's start with Cole Beasley. We, Cole Beasley reached out to the Bills. And this is when you know there's an issue. Because you got to really think about it. Cole Beasley reaches out to the Bills and says, hey, I'd love to play again. You already know the chemistry that I have with Josh. You already know what I was able to provide for the Bills last year. The only reason you guys cut me was because you guys wanted to save some money, which I understand. And on top of that, there was a whole lot of, you know, me controversy between controversy, excuse me, uh, between myself, Bills fans, media, blah, blah, blah. So you guys just said, you know what? You guys don't want to deal with it. You guys cut me. Cool. Totally get it. But I'm back. And I want to play. All the Bills needed to say was, nah, we're good. Thank you. But the Bills said, come on through. That was, your, that was your flag, your red flag a little bit, where they had to come in and bring in Cole Beasley to, to you know I me mean, give a buzz. And he really hit it. Cole Beasley didn't really do much for us. But the fact that we brought him in and gave him some snaps and all that good stuff makes you wonder, was our receiving room strong enough? Was it strong enough? Okay, so there's your there's your first one. And there's no I have no issues with Cole Beasley. But clearly Cole Beasley not being with the team all year round, probably still not in great shape. It just didn't it didn't work out for us. It didn't work out for us. And like Jason then said, not the same Beasley. It wasn't. We got we got the Beasley that was off the couch, Beasley. Beasley can still play. Beasley still got hands, but it wasn't in shape, Beasley. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying, with the team all in type of Beasley. This was this is a paycheck Beasley. No disrespect, but that's what it was. Hey, man, I'm sitting on the couch doing fuck all. I want to play some ball. Can I come through? Yeah, come on through. And the fact that we said yes, problem, red flag, at least for me. I'll speak for myself. And then we bring in, we bring in John Brown. So now we clearly, we lack speed. So they said, John Brown, come on through. So here comes John Brown. John Brown comes through. Couple big plays from John Brown, but nothing really to write home about. We draft a fifth round pick not too long ago. Didn't work out. Cut. Speedy from Texas. We get we get rid of him because it didn't work out for us. Inconsistent hands, route running was a little eh, and just couldn't stay healthy. 
unfortunate break in the leg, and that was it. So we cut him. So we lacked speed in that regard. So Cole Beasley, John Brown, we bring back the past to think that we could, you know what I mean, spark something in the offense. Didn't quite work out. Marquez Stevenson, thank you. So Marquez Stevenson gone, cut. Cole Beasley cut. I mean, I mean to me, they, he was cut and they brought him back. John Beasley, they brought him back. Red flag, red flag, red flag. Jameson Crowder. I really liked Jameson Crowder signing. I loved it. Why? Because he was a bigger receiver, faster receiver, and he was a receiver that had a nose for the end zone. And by nose for the end zone, I'm talking about I'm not just going to catch it and go down. I've got enough athletic ability in me that I can catch it, make something for myself, and try to make my way to the end zone. That's what we needed. We couldn't get that. Why? Because he got injured. And with his injury, propelled Isaiah McKenzie. In my opinion, they were supposed to split the work, but Crowder probably would have got most of the work. But because he got hurt, it propelled Isaiah McKenzie to the slot position. Problem with Crowder is he's got a history of these uh, soft tissue injuries, right? Hammies, the this, the that, quad or whatever. So it puts us in a disadvantage because now we have guys that are just can't stay healthy. So Crowder, gone for most of the season. No, no help to us. Jamison Crowder, I don't know what's going to go on with that. Let's go to the next one, Jay Kumro. And this is a, controver- this is a controversial one because we kept Jay Kumro over Isaiah Hodgins. Why? Oh, because Jay Kumro plays special teams. Granted, it's fine. So Isaiah Hodgins started to do what Jay Kumro was doing, which was play some special teams. So it really came down to who do we value more on the special teams aspect? But it shouldn't have come down to that. In my opinion, I think it should have came down to both y'all can do the special teams. But if I need you to play on the field, who will give me something more on the field? Because we already had prominent pieces on special teams to go after it. Matikavich, Taiwan Jones, Saran Neal. I mean, I can go on. We had some good special teams players. Jake Kumro, they valued him more on special teams than they did on the field. So guess what? Isaiah Hodgins walks. The Giants pick him up. And now he's got a new contract with the Giants. Good for him. We dropped the ball on that one. We dropped the ball on that one. Because now Jake Kumro, does he even come back? Do you bring Jake Kumro back? Like, what did he do on offense for you to be like, oh, yeah, there it is. We needed that man back. Man, cut it out. Khalil Shakir, good, solid receiver, can play the slot, can play outside wide, can even pump return. We hardly saw him on the field. You think that you try to get him involved, especially because you had to go and bring back Cole Beasley, bring back John Brown. Like when you had something under your nose, you refused to go do it. You went to go get old man Beasley and old man John Brown to come play. Tell me how that makes any sense. 
Now that you have time to digest it, at least for myself, have time to digest it, why the hell would you even go do that? Promote the guys that you just drafted. Oh, you don't trust them. Oh, they, 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 didn't, they're not, they just haven't put enough work. They haven't earned their stripes. I hope that mentality is put in the trash and burnt. That mentality's got to go. It's old school mentality, man. Is right now, these guys are coming into the league way more prepared than they have been. The only thing you could probably say not time yet is the quarterback. The quarterback may need time to develop. But every other position, man, these guys are way better than they used to be. They're ready to go now. They're doing more camps. They're doing more, you know what I'm saying, seven on sevens and stuff like that. They're doing a whole lot more these days than they have been in the past. Bro, if he could play, play him. This whole, oh, I got to wait because I want to make sure he's good enough and I need to get my, man, fuck all that. Make F all that, man. If my guy is nice and he can play, you'll put him on the field. He needs to show me that he can't play. And then I can make my decision and say he's not ready. There's practice players and there's players that perform in game time. As a head coach, as a coordinator, as a freaking coach, as a GM, you got to see that. He's a performer in the game. When the, the bright lights are on, he, he goes. I mean, I, Iverson was telling you, yo, we talking about practice? Are we serious? Are we talking about practice? Yo, when my light, when the lights are on, that's when I perform. And don't talk to me about no practice. Are we really talking about practice? Like, that's, that's how it feels like with these bills. Are we talking about practice? Hell, he didn't show me enough. We got to watch it. Man, fuck all that film shit. Show me what you got on the field. Let me put the pressure on you, and you show me what you got. That's how you know who, who's got that dog in them. Man, it's, it's like now that you have a chance to take a seat back, you mean a, a, sit, a, a sit down and kind of reevaluate what you saw all year, you kind of start really questioning some shit. That's why this offseason and this year is a massive year. It's a massive year. I don't care what anybody's got to tell me. It's a massive year for all coaches, GMs, everybody. Even Josh Allen's punk ass is in there too. And I mean that with love. Everybody's a punk ass on this team. I mean with that with love. But like, if you have a young player that could show you what he, first game Shakir gets in there, five receptions, 75 yards, and a touchdown. How I know those stats off the bats because I started him the first day that I knew he was going to get in there on my fantasy team. Nobody knows about Shakir. I'm going to put his ass in. And what does he do? Has a big game. You think we want to ride that momentum. Let's ride that momentum. Nope. Back of the bus, my guy. You're not ready. You're just a rookie. You need to learn the ways around here. Man, McDermott, if you don't cut that crap out this year, ain't nobody trying to hear that no more. We aren't trying to hear any of that shit. These guys are ready to ball right now. And that's when you hear Brandon Bean just said it. I need to hit on this draft, and I'm paraphrasing here. This is what he said. I'm paraphrasing. I need to hit on this draft, and I need to get guys that are ready to play right off the bat. I need guys that are ready to contribute right off the bat. Uh, duh. What, have you been drafting guys to just develop them? For what? For what? We're, we're, if we're in a window to win now, you don't draft guys to develop. Yeah, but we got to draft guys for the future, not just the right now. Totally get that part. But get these young guys playing now so you have them. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stash them and then try to develop them the second year. You're wasting time. Wasting time. Yo, if I'm in my bag, and if you guys agree with how I'm talking about, 
and how I'm talking about this shit, let me know right now. Smash that like. You guys already know what it is. Share this on every platform you got it. Let's roll. Jake Kumro, Kalusha Kier, we need more. Did he have some drops? Absolutely. Did the whole freaking team have some drops issues? Absolutely. But you got to get him on the field more often. Get him, let him get a feel. This, this sparingly putting these players in, it drives me nuts. And the more that I'm looking at this and the more that I see this, it pisses me off. Get your players on the freaking field. Uh, but there's veteran guys. We've got to give the respect to the veterans. Guess what? At the end of the day, it's kill or be killed. Kill or be killed. It's a dog-eat-dog world, man. If you can perform, perform. But if I'm 23 years old and you a 29-year-old and I'm better than your ass, then I'm better than your ass. You got to watch me play. Oh, no, but coach says, you know, man, I, I got here. And, and the, the whole politics, man, jump all, bump all that politics nonsense, man. If you can play, you can play. It's just what it is. Now, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is a tricky one. He's a tricky situation because Gabe Davis had a career year, but Gabe Davis had some very key drops in key moments. And those get, they just, it's, a, it's magnified. Is he a bad player? Heck no. Do I like Gabe Davis? Do I think he's a big time? He can be a big time player. He can be a big time player. But with, the, with these key drops in key moments, it tells me that you're not clutch. I need, to, I need to count on you. Yes, you had a monster game against the Chiefs last year. But you know what kind of league this is? This is a what have you done for me lately? What you did last year gave you a more of a buzz for this, this year that just passed. And you had some, and you started the year off great. That big 98 yard bomb against the Steelers. Oh, you got that? Ryan Fitz, we're going against the, uh, the Steelers again. You got a touchdown pass and you had to rip that thing from Fitzpatrick. Man. So, like, he has the ability, but those, those drops, those key moments where he's like, what? How did you drop that when the ball's on the money? It gets magnified, unfortunately. So guess what? Your hands are now in question. The dog in you are now in question. And you want to act like I'm him. And these are, this is not just me making it up. This is him saying it himself. I'm him. I, he's him, but I'm him too. Boy, you ain't him. <laughs> you ain't him. You can be, but you ain't him. There's only one him on this team, and you know who it is. Number 14. 48 receptions, 93 targets on 54 catch rate. Mm -mm. Ain't going to cut it. I need more from that. I need more from you, bro. Especially because you had a bigger role this year. You had a bigger role this year. And statistically, this is the, it's the crazy part. Statistically, he had a better year. He had a better year last year. I am excuse me, he had a better year this year. As opposed to last year. But in terms of his his catching this year and the amount of targets he got, it just didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't pan out. It didn't pan out. Shout out to my guy Samuel Rivera. What's up, Sam? Factory go Gable sloppy last year. He just he's just inconsistent. 
He was inconsistent. And this is the problem. We have too much inconsistencies with the way this team is run. We have too much inconsistencies with how we how we decide to roll out things. Like, for the crying out loud, we had three running backs to start the year. Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, James Cook. Like, who the f- Why? Why? That's my problem. You draft a running back in the second round, but yet you want to you wanna get your two third round back playing and then you end up trading one. You wasted time. It's time wasting for me is the issue. Stop wasting people's time, man. I get it. Sometimes these guys, they, the learning curve is a little, it's a little much. It's cool. Then you- Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know what? Feed Devin Singletary. And even then, you weren't even feeding him. You're running your, you're running your quarterback. Ah, man. Now, let's go back to Gabe Davis. Inconsistent. And we need a little more of that. Consistency. With your hands, with you being present, and you making the catches that we need you to make catches on those big moments. And when the big moments came, you fizzled. This ain't last year, bro. It's this year. We needed you. And you didn't come through. Or at least your hands didn't. So hopefully, you spend some time with the jug machine this year, and you really get in that damn, you know what I'm saying, really get in that for this year. But we'll see how that plays out. Last but not least, our guy, Stefan Diggs. And now, for those that are tuned in for the very first time, this is the Recall Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. We are tuned in right now 
in the process or problem. It's a segment that we run through and find out who is part of the process and who is part of the problem. And we are in the receiver room. And the last person to talk about is Stefan Diggs. Now, I got some shit to say about Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is my favorite player on this team. I love Stefan Diggs. I love what he's about. I love the dog that he brings to this team. I love the passion he brings to this team. I love everything about this freaking guy. I love not even football related. The relationship he's got with his brother, very familiar with what I have with mine, right? Familiar upbringing. Love everything about him. I resonate with Stefan Diggs. That's my guy. That aside, you got some Bills fans pissed off, my guy. <laughs> and rightfully so. When you're sitting here unfollowing the Bills and then following the Dallas Cowboys, and, and now it's a big laugh of, of, of people editing you in a Dallas Cowboys uniform, XYZ, et cetera, et cetera. It's hilarious. I get it. Because it gets people up in arms. It really does. And I understood it because it wasn't you that did any of that stuff. There's other people doing it. But when you go and unfollow your team and then follow the Dallas Cowboys, it's going to get people in, some, in, in their feelings. Rightfully so. Let's put it this way. You're dating someone. You've been dating for quite some time. You guys are hanging. Everything is great. You guys are on the brink of, you know what I'm saying, really deep. And you guys are really, you mean... Committing to one another. And all of a sudden, the person you're dating hits up somebody else and, and puts a profile picture of her or him and that girl. What am I, chopped liver? Like, what is that about? Like, who does that? And this is what Stefan Diggs is doing. You are, you, we pay you. I pay you as my receiver. And you sitting here messing around and, and creating an optic. And that's what you're doing. It may mean nothing to you, to you, Stefan Diggs, but it's creating an optic everywhere. Where everyone's like, yo, ain't, ain't, ain't this the same type of shit he pulled when he was with the Vikings? He makes an innocent tweet or innocent whatever, and Brandon Bean's like, oh, hold on now. Maybe we got something. Maybe there's a little bit of turmoil. Fast forward, you're a Buffalo Bill. So we see what's happening, bro. Cut that shit out. Just chill out. Have a great offseason. Do what you do. Go to Cabo. Go do whatever. But when you start getting bored and you start doing this stuff, it gets people talking. And when people start to talking, shit happens. And I don't want shit happens. I like you on my goddamn team. I don't need you anywhere else but a Buffalo uniform. I'll be hurt if you go somewhere else. Because right now, if you leave this team as a receiver, we got some problems. Which brings me back to problems or process who is part of the problem and who's part of the process but before i get into that let me let me shout out to my guy jeff king coming in with a super chat salute to my guy jeff king jeff king comes in and says hey my high school was one of the first to employ a woman football coach and this was in the 80s she told me the most profound thing ever she said take me down slow and easy and rock me till i'm down to the bone words to live by <laughs> I don't know how to process that, Jeff King. I don't know how to process that. <laughs> so I hope I think they're lyrics. 
if they're not lyrics, <laughs> I got to read that shit over again. So my high school coach was the first to employ a woman football coach. And this was in the 80s. She told me the most profound thing ever. She said, take me down slow. <laughs> I, it's got to be lyric. It's got to be. I, you stumped me again. You stumped me again, Jeff. <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk about it afterwards. And if you guys know what he's talking about, please inform me because I'm not sure. Because I ain't sure. Now. <laughs> Yo, Jeff, you mess with me, right? <laughs> I love it. Now, here's the deal. Let's get into process or prop. Is Jamison Crowder part of the process or is he part of the problem? Do we bring back Jamison Crowder? Injury prone. I hate to even label him that, but it is what it is. I'm glad for the clarifications because this is twice now you stumped me, Mr. King. I'm, sl I'm, I'm slacking, bro. I'm slacking. I'm usually on top of your shit, but I'm slacking right now. <laughs> Jameson Crowder. Are we in on Jameson Crowder? Are we in? Do we bring Jameson Crowder back and hope that he's ready to go, he's healthy, and he's got it? Are you in on him? If you're in, give me thumbs up. If you're out and he's part of the problem, give me that thumbs down. Here's my take on Jameson Crowder. I like Jameson Crowder. I don't think, I don't think we, we obviously didn't get the full, the full experience of Jameson Crowder, a healthy Jameson Crowder. And I think a healthy Jameson Crowder would, would have really helped this team. But we're in a, we're in a, a league that things fly fast and things happen. Do you cut him and move on? Or do you keep them on a cheap deal and say, let's run it back? Because right now we don't have money. We don't have big money. But I see the free agents that are out there and I see the draft that's going to be out there. Do we make room? Although I like Jameson Crowder and I'd love to have him back, but I just can't justify it. So I got to say, peace. You're part of the problem. Yeah, out of here. And, I, and I, it pains me, but I'd love to have him back. If we did, great. But I think he's going to be part of the problem. I think we've got to move on to the next. <clears throat> Cole Beasley, you're out of here. It was an experiment. We tried it. If we try to bring you back, shame, shame, shame on Brand Bean. Cole Beasley, I'm out. I ain't trying to have you back. Part of the problem. You were part of the problem last year. You're going to be part of the problem this year. You're not part of the process, brother. The process is to move on, to move forward. We can't move forward with Cole Beasley. I'm sorry. You out. Process denied. <laughs> Yo, you're a problem, bro. You out of here. Khalil Shakir. Bright spot on this team. He's got a chance to be something special on this team. He's part of the process. He's got to be. He's, he's a multi-tool type of player. Outside, inside, and put him on returns. He could do it. Get him in the second year under the same offense. We can see some big things coming from him in the slot position. I'm big on Kalusha Kier. I like it. Part of the process. Process accepted. Let's roll. Gabe Davis. This is a numbers game at the end of the day. This is a numbers game, and he's on his rookie deal. This is an easy one. This 
He's part of the process. Now, when it comes to contract year, I know for a fact this guy's going to want to go for the bag. And the Buffalo Bills better not even look his way. Let that brother walk. I don't care. Let that brother walk. Because I, re- I know what I know. And I'm not saying I know big things. It's just that I experienced something this past summer involving that scenario and, and talking with some people. I was like, mm, and I made my own conclusion. I'm good. Gabe Davis, next year is probably going to be your last year with the team. You better go with it. It's, it's, it's in your best interest to roll hard and have a great year so you can set yourself up for the next contract. Unless you wow us and you have just an amazing year, we see something that we, we've wanted this year, you show us a level of, of, of consistency, shoot, all right, cool. But for this year, you have to be part of the process because we ain't going to have anybody. I can't see us cutting you. You're on a freaking rookie deal. We keeping your ass. But you better, you better process up. You need to. We need that. So Gabe Davis, process. Here's the tricky one. Isaiah McKenzie. I like Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie has been on the show multiple times. He's as real as they come. He keeps it real with you. And He's humble, like he's just, he's just, a, he's that, he's the players, he's, listen man, he's an ultimate teammate, they love him on the squad, and he's one of those guys that just, it's, he makes the, the locker room better. Makes the locker room better. But when it comes to skill set, and the skill set that we need for this team, does he fit? Does he fit for what we're doing? And we got a great a great taste of what he can give us on the field. And it started off really well. And then it fizzled. I.E. here enters Cole Beasley. I.E. enter more playing time for Kula Shakir. So do you bring back Isaiah McKenzie? Or is Isaiah McKenzie done with the Bills? If you feel that we should bring Isaiah McKenzie back because he still gives us a dynamic type of player, speed, elusiveness, give me that thumbs up. If you feel, listen, the Isaiah McKenzie experience was great. We love him. We wish him nothing but the best. But yeah, man, it's time. Bye-bye. See you later. So if you guys feel good about it, thumbs up. If you're like, love the guy, but he's got to go, thumbs down. Here's my thoughts. I'm a big fan of McKenzie. I love his skill set. His skill set was perfect for when Josh was developing. You needed someone that could quickly get in and out of breaks and get open and do what you got to do. But Josh has evolved. He's gotten better. I think he needs a more skillful player to help him out. And to me, McKenzie may not. McKenzie is good for a young quarterback that can dump off and do those things. McKenzie is, I think he's, 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 uh, he's outgrown. I think we've out, we've outgrown the bills have outgrown McKenzie. That's the best way I can put it. We've outgrown McKenzie and it's time to step up and, and get better at that position. So for me, McKenzie pains me to say it, but brother, you're part of the problem. You got to go.
And I, and I think that's, that's the direction the team's going to take. So recapping, Stefan Diggs, process. Khalil Shakir, process. Gabe Davis, process. The rest of the receiving crew, problem. So right now, based on what we just talked about, Jake Kumro, problem. We got three receivers on this team. We've got shit to handle. We've got shit to fix. Three receivers? And you got Gabe, you got you got Gabe Davis is inconsistent. You got a, a rookie going to a second year killer Shakir, and you have a quarterback that's messing around and getting people giving heart attacks and getting freaking Stefan Diggs. But guess what? He's on the team for at least another two years. His dead cap is massive. And by the way, this is a message for everybody trying to come for the Buffalo Fanatics when we put out when we put out the little the little snippet. If you guys read the whole thing, we even said it's unlikely this happens. But when shit like this happens, it makes people talk. And the same thing he pulled when he's with the Vikings, it can easily be done with the Bills. Easily. If you, if you think that it can't be, don't be naive. Now, contractually, it ain't going to happen. So he can do all the shit that he wants to. You ain't going nowhere. If you're trying to push a message, Mr. Diggs, <laughs> message is going to be filed away in the trash can. You're here for another two years. So we need you to ball out. Anyway, but I see people trying to come for us. What's Buffalo Fanatics doing? What's this? What's that? Boy, please, it's the offseason. Knock it off. It got people talking, didn't it? It's fun. But players put it out there for us to kind of, you know what I'm saying, speculate. And I get that. I bet you the Vikings were like, man, what's he doing? And all of a sudden, boom, traded. Now, mind you, circumstances were a little different. They were a little different when he's with the Vikings. You know what I'm saying? They, had to, they, they, they were actually able to replace him with Jefferson, which is great for them. Because they're loving Jefferson over there. But for us, we ain't playing that game. Quit the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Quit the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Just come and get ready to freaking ball out. Come and get ready to ball out. Do, does everybody have to get better? Absolutely. But three guys on this offense, three guys on this receiving crew is what I see as part of the process. I'd love, if anything, if we have to keep between McKenzie and, and keep Crowder, I'm keeping Crowder, but the, the injuries and all that gives me, gives me a problem. So I can't have that. So those three guys are the ones that stay put. All right? Tight end room. It's very simple, folks. You got Dawson Knox, Quentin Morris, Tommy Sweeney, and Zach Davison. Let me just tell you this. The two dogs in the squad are Quentin Morris and Mr. Uh, Dawson Knox. Tommy Sweeney. Tommy Sweeney's Tommy, Tommy Sweeney. If we're going to keep Tommy Sweeney, me personally, problem. I'm, I'm good. I'm good on if we, if we move on for Tommy Sweeney. If we keep him for depth pieces, fine. But I'm looking forward to Dawson Knox going into next year. I'm looking forward. I think he takes a massive leap. I think he's going to be in a better headspace mentally obviously last year was a very traumatizing week i mean traumatizing year if you say all the the issues that happened i mean with the team let alone what happened to his brother his sudden the sudden passing of his brother so like that weighs on you are you the same individual can you really put your all into something when you know me you have things on the back of your mind probably not but going to next year, I think that he takes a big leap. I think he becomes a massive, massive player and gets, gets, right, and gets busy. So 
to me, obviously, I'm not going to waste any time. Process Dawson Knox. No question about it. He is process. He's all about process. And that contract tells you he is process. Quentin Morris, process. I looking forward to more of Quentin Morris. Quentin Morris made some splash plays this year that warrants, man, if we get this guy a little bit more involved, he could be like a nice little one-two punch, right? O.J. Howard, we brought in O.J. Howard thinking that we're going to be a two-tight end system. We're going to run the ball. We're going to do this. Fraud. Fraudulent freaking signing because we cut the guy. Because of who? Because of Quentin Morris. Quentin Morris came in and says, you know what? I got something to say about this. Now, Quentin Morris is a former receiver turned tight end. Tell me where you haven't, we've heard that one before. You know what I'm saying? So maybe this is the, this is where he takes the a bigger step. They give him a bigger role. Instead of putting in Tommy Sweeney, you got Dawson Knox and Quentin Morris. And they and they both work off where work off each other. He's improved his pass blocking. He's improved his run blocking. So let's get in there. Let's get in there. So I'm looking forward to it. And we there's a big rookie class coming your way. So we'll we'll see how this plays out. So Quentin Morris, process. Dawson Knox process now there are some good free agent receivers out there not only are the receivers that are the free agents but there are some receivers out there that are that have been given the opportunity to seek trade one of them being Allen robinson from the rams wouldn't that be cool to try to bring in an Allen robinson alongside stefan diggs now his contract is probably is pricey so i don't know if we're trying to pay any of that so they're probably gonna have to cut him before anything And the rams right now are kind of in in this whole letting people walk. I mean, they're about to get rid of Jalen Ramsey. They're giving him an opportunity to seek a trade or whatnot. Um, they're giving uh, freaking, um, they cut off, they cut off Wagner. Wagner's gone. So they're, they're making some, some changes. They, they let go of Leonard Floyd. He's gone. So they're making some changes, man. So we'll see how that plays out. My man, uh, delusional Patriots fan says, your Robinson also sucked last year. You, you know why? Listen, let me tell you something. It's not Robinson's fault. It's not Robinson's fault. It was freaking Matthew Stafford. And I know I know this because I had Robinson as my as my receiver for fantasy. And when I looked at the targets, the targets were like seven to one because all he did was look at Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup. He rarely looked at Robinson. And Robinson's like, yo, what am I, chopped liver? Like, golly, get me involved for crying out loud. And Robinson ain't no scrub. He can play. So Maybe it's one of those situations where Allen Robinson comes to the Buffalo and we find a way to kind of get his ass over. And guess what? Maybe it works out. We'll see. I mean, there's a lot of receiver activity that's going to be going on. I mean, Robert Woods available. Nelson Aguilar available for speed. Um, Sterling Shepard is going to be available. Um, Marvin Jones. Uh, Byron Pringle is going to be available. Alan Lazard. He's probably going to get back to um, to the squad uh, over there in uh, in Green Bay, Jacoby Myers uh, is going to be around. Juju, Juju Smith Schuster is, is probably going to get signed back by the um, by the Kansas City Chiefs. So there's some there's some some players out there that could you know what I'm saying that can make a difference for us, right? Um, and we'll, we'll see how it plays out. There's a lot of free agents. There's a lot of guys that have been given a chance to go and see what they they can get. And plus, we have the we have the we have the upcoming draft coming up. So Lord knows we need to fill that fill those voids. We need to fill those those positions. And uh, we'll see how it plays out. I know a lot of people talking about, hey, man, maybe get Robert Woods out here. Robert Woods would be quite nice. And if you bring a Robert Woods to the squad, let me see what Robert Woods, uh, what his market would be. I mean, who knows what he would be be worth? 
Because if you go and bring him to, I mean, shoot, I don't know what kind of contract he would he would deserve. He's come off of injury a couple years back. Is he the same player? He went to the he went to a team that was rebuilding a long way, and they had two quarterbacks that just weren't there. So bad situation for him to get traded. And the thing is, he got traded over there. So bad situation for him. So can he reunite with the Bills? Maybe. How much does he get paid? He's looking for eight, nine, ten mil. Are we trying to give him ten mil? Is it a one year deal? Do we give him the type of deal that we gave Jameson Crowder? So that's what I would like to see. And Robert Woods would be perfect in the slot. Robert Woods in the slot in Buffalo would be great. It it would ease my feelings of moving on from McKenzie, moving on from Crowder, if we bring in a Robert Woods. Picture Diggs, Woods, Davis. And then you and you have Shakir that can come in and, and spot in. And then you draft yourself a freaking rookie receiver. You have to. You got to draft a rookie receiver. And now you go from having three on the squad right now to now you, you bring in your core four. And then I have a rookie on top of that. Now you have, you've built for the future and you've built for right now. DeAndre Hopkins available for trade. He's only seeking second round pick or they're only seeking a second round pick. So there is some room to maneuver and get some things happening. They're trying to move Derrick Henry. I have no idea where Derrick Henry is going to go. Maybe he goes to Atlanta. But they got they got Algier out there and Algier's doing it. So they're not going to pay a big make big load of money to, for for Derrick Henry. So where does Derrick Henry go? Who knows? There's a whole lot of things happening this offseason. It's going to be huge. We'll see how it plays out, but let's recap our night, folks. When it comes to the process or problem, I mean Really, the process right now is Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs, Khalil Shakir. There's your process. I could care less what to do with Kumaro. I could care less what to do with um, what to do with Crowder. I mean, I do care, but if they move on from him, they move on from him. It is what it is. Everybody, everybody else can go. Isaiah McKenzie has been great. You've been with the team since 2018. That's a good chunk with us, man. You and you made your, you got your multi-year deal. You got your money. You know what I'm saying? And now it's time to kind of, you know, venture off and go do your thing. But right now, if we're really trying to make some moves and we're really trying to be a prominent team, especially with the AFC East and what they're doing in the AFC East, we need to bring it back and go hard. Who knows what happened with OBJ? OBJ right now, he was like the talk of the town. Is OBJ going to go to Buffalo? What's going to go on OBJ? Silence. Crickets. What's going on OBJ? Is OBJ even part of the plan to even be with Buffalo? Nobody knows. Nobody knows, man. So, whoo, this offseason is going to be it's going to be tight and it's going to be interesting. So right now the balls are starting to balls are starting to drop. Uh it, it, things are starting to move, right? So Daniel Jones signs his big contract. Geno Smith, I'm happy for Geno Smith. Geno Smith signs his big contract. He's going to get about uh, 30 mil a year. Love love to hear that. Uh Deshaun Watson, he's about to uh change. He's about to restructure his contract so he can kind of move some things around. Lamar Jackson is looking for a home right now. Um, man, it's it's uh it's it's gonna be crazy, man. It's gonna be crazy. We'll see how it plays out. There's some big time free agents available, and we just gotta make sure that we we nail on on some of them. Look, Orlando Brown Jr., they didn't they didn't resign him. He's gonna be a free agent. Right? Donovan Smith from the freaking uh Buccaneers, free agent. He's gonna be a free agent. So there's some there's there's a lot of free agents out there. Marcus Peters. 
is about to be free agent if they don't sign him back. So Fletcher Cox, could we bring in a 32-year-old Fletcher Cox in the middle of that defense? Pair him with the, I mean, the rotation that we have right now. Could that happen? He's probably going to be asking a lot of money, but at 32, you can't, right? So uh, Javon Hargrove, Yannick Ngakwe is going to be available. Jesse Bates is going to be available. Levante David, if we let our linebacker go and Tremaine Edmonds, what do we do with that? Bud Dupree, available. Like, there's some Dalvin Tomlinson, defensive tackle, available. Like, we, there's some there's some big-time players. Listen, Mike Gusecki. Could Mike Gusecki come in and pair him with, with uh, Dawson Knox? A little speed down the middle of the field? I don't know. I don't know. I doubt it. Highly doubtful. But I'm just looking at all the free agents that are available and seeing what we're doing. And here's another thing. I'm reading, I'm reading up a lot. I'm looking at my time here. I'm reading a lot on on Jordan Poyer and where he could go. And with all these free agents, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put out there before we start saying, and I'm gonna check myself too, before we start saying that Jordan Poyer is as good as gone, he ain't coming back. I told you guys last week that a source of mine that's that spoke to him specifically, he told him, he told my source, I don't want to call him my source, but just somebody I know. Okay, let's put it that way. I don't want to say source. He told somebody that I know that, yo, my first choice is to come, come back to Buffalo. That's my first choice. Despite all the whole state tax and, and take half my money and I'm looking for moving and my wife this and my wife, no, he's looking to come back. So my point I'm trying to make is this. Do not be surprised if the Bills bring him back at the price that they felt that he was worth in the first place. And both teams, you know what I'm saying, both parties come to an agreement. Because... And I bring this up because I'm I'm looking at Dolphins fans and they're like, yo, if we can get uh, Xavier Howard match with uh, Ramsey, and then you you now you can put uh, X Y Z at safety. Ho- um, what do you call uh, what's that young man's name? Hollins, not Hollins. You know what I'm talking about? The safety for the for the Miami Dolphins, um, the Canadian cat. Like, fam, we we may not need Jordan Poyer. So like, there maybe there might not be a landing spot that Jordan Poirier loves enough for him to say, you know what, I'm going to go sign there just because. Do not be surprised if Jordan Poirier comes back to the Bills. And you can pair him again with Micah Hyde, and we can run that shit back properly. But have you have you made up your mind already that he's leaving, and now you've been looking at other places and other 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 players to come back? Excuse me, other free agents to, to bring in? Because I know a lot of people are talking about, Jesse Bates would be a great addition. Jesse Bates is going to cost an arm and a leg. Jesse Bates is going to cost an arm and a leg. You could probably get Jordan Poirier back for less than what you'd pay Jesse, uh, Jordan, uh, excuse me, Jesse Bates. But do not be surprised. I'm not saying you heard it here first. Nothing like that. But don't be surprised you see Jordan Poirier come back where we thought he'd be headed somewhere else with all the chatter he's doing. Don't forget, this is a business, like I said. They're going to do anything and everything to drum up any type of hype to get him where he gets maximized money and he gets to go play with a competitive team. If he, if, if, if the Atlanta Falcons are like, yo, Jordan Poirier, come play in Atlanta. And he looks at the situation and he's like, y'all are giving me the bag, but I'm about, I'm, I'm not going out there. I just go back to the bills. Chances are he's going to do that. So don't close the door just yet on Jordan Poirier, folks. Do not close the door just yet on Jordan Poirier. I'm not going to say you heard it here first, but I'm just saying you heard it here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't close the door. There's very much a chance he comes back to the Bills. 
and and they bring him back because they love the guy. They love him. It's just about about it's just a matter of can we can we fit all the good pieces on the team? If we have a window, the window is now. Now I want to I want to I want to get this point across before I get out of here. It's ten thirty, so I gotta get my shit together. All right, we got a window, folks, and I gotta I gotta talk about it because I was I was I was messing around in and uh, obviously group chats is where most conversations happen, and you start to really, you know, what I'm saying you start to really kind of like dive into certain things and and create some stuff, and you're like, oh shit, look at this. So I don't know what the conversation was, but the conversation was about like Josh Allen and the window that we have right now, and free agency and how this is all playing out, and. I was looking at all the Super Bowl winners, all the Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. And out of all the Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, seven of them were 30 years, 30 years old and above. John Elway, Manning, both Mannings, Tom Brady, uh, Steve Young. I'm trying to go on the top of my head here. Um, I'm forgetting a couple names, all right? So I'm looking at the average age of quarterbacks that won the Super Bowl. And I'm looking at, okay, so out of all of them who won in the last 30 years, seven of them were above 30. The rest of them were in their 20s, 27, 26, 23. Ben Roethlisberger at 23. You know what I'm saying? And right now, Allen is 26. You know, we talk about how windows close and windows open right now, based on those those little statistics. I, I mean, these are this is light work. I'm not I didn't do a deep dive. Right. But just based on those little things that I looked at, too, I looked at. Fam, we got four years to win this thing. Allen being in his prime, number one, Allen being between 26 and 30. We're all we will always have a chance with Josh Allen at quarterback. But the older he gets, the less of Josh Allen we're going to get, right? You know, the Josh Allen that hurdles and jumps and runs and all that stuff. He's he's not going to be able to do all those things he's doing right now. So right now, this four years that we got with this, bro, this brother, that's our window. We need something right now. So we need to start winning this thing because once year 30 hits, he's 31, he's 32. It's is less likely that these players are winning these Super Bowls. Look, look, look at look at my man Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is winning them now. Now he's different. I can see this brother winning some more down the road. But they we aren't these players aren't going to be the type of player. Like when's the last time that Aaron Rodgers won one? Right, he was in his twenties. He's thirty nine years of age right now. Tom Brady is an anomaly. That boy is a crazy. That, that boy nuts. Drew Brees when he there's another one. Drew Brees was thirty one. When he won his, 31, there was only seven in the last 30 years. That was it. So, Josh, this is the window, brother. McDermott, this is the window. Don't waste this window. We got a four-year window. Let's bring it. Because right now, at that point, we got to now start re- We got to start looking at contracts. Because at, at year 30, Josh is going to be at that point where, like, all right, what are we doing? You're going to be at a crossroads. What are we doing? In this four years, did we win one? Can we run it back? Cool, let's run it back. Shit, in the four years, we didn't win shit. Do, will they feel that Josh Allen is part of the process anymore? 
will McDermott still even be there? Like, there's so many, there's so many questions that are going to come up in the next four years or at the end of four years. So rather than bring these things up, you know what I'm saying, later on, let's try to win some now. We got four, we got a four-year window to put some together. Don't F this up. Do not F this up. Keep building around Josh Allen. Give him all the weapons possible. Because the offense right now, the way offense has been rolling, that's what gets you guys in championships. Help him out. Put the right pieces around him. Build that old line where it really, it really comes in. And North's Revenge tells me he disagrees. And North's Revenge, you have every right to let me know how you disagree. But this is this is my opinion on this, by the way. And I have to, I don't know if I have to tell you guys. This is my opinion. I said we have a four-year window to make this thing happen. Once he hits 30, if he's still on the squad, if we still decide to employ him to, you know, me stay on this and he becomes a Tom Brady and stays on this team for years to come, great. But the chances of winning Super Bowls past your 30s in the last 30 years, only seven of them have done it. So it's not like I'm just making shit up. Tom Brady, he, he's a freak, first of all. The guy plays at 40 years old, 40, 40 and above, and he's winning shit. That guy, he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT for a reason. But, like, look at the, the OGs right now. Phillip Rivers goes his whole career, nada. Nothing. And it's not like he's never had success. He's had success. You had LaDainian Tomlinson. You had, had Antonio Gates. He had some ballers in that squad. Could never do it. So right now is the window when you got Josh in his prime, can run, gun, and do all those things. That's your window right now in these next four years. Let's not F this up. It's important. So Stefan Diggs, you know what I'm saying? Pair Stefan Diggs with a young receiver that's like-minded, that, that has that dog in him and get him going, and let's roll. That's the way I look at it. We'll see how it plays out, man. We'll see how it plays out. And it's, it's, uh, it's uh, as a Bills fan, you want success. You want our team to win something. I mean, we've, we, in the 90s, we had four opportunities to get it. We didn't get it. So this is our opportunity. Let's try to roll something. Let's try to get something. Let's try to, let's, let's, let's push to get this thing. And not that we're not. We just got to, we just got to now calculate how we're doing this because everybody's getting better around us. They're moving things around. They're trying to get these players moving around and trying to get some stuff done. Let's try to, let's put, let's build this team. Let's keep building. Let's put some, some players around this. This Josh Allen's put some players on this defense so we can really make that run and make that push. It's just going to get harder and harder and harder from here on out. That's why we love sports, man. Sports is crazy. Anyway, folks, that's my time, man. If you guys enjoyed the show, smash that like. You know what I'm saying? Show some love. And um, if you guys appreciate this type of ta- this, this type of content, we'll, we'll be back right at it again. But... Uh, that's my that's my time, man. I really appreciate coming through it and and and, and spinning and, and, and getting out, getting things off my chest. And uh, it's just therapeutic, like I said, man. We ain't there's no we don't have games to watch anymore. It's all about free agency. So listen, free agency is around the corner. So we're gonna be hitting free agency. Then we got the draft around the corner, and things are gonna be looping up. And if you guys are you guys have been here before and watched us doing pregame and doing draft stuff, we'll be right back at it again. Be ready for that. So that's it for me, folks. Enjoy your rest of the evening. We will catch you guys again. Salute to you guys. And uh, folks, until next time, it's your boy. And I'm gone. Have yourself a good evening. Peace.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.